Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm Rob. Well, that didn't go nearly as expected, did it? <laughs> no. Man, that's... Man, Tampa Bay, that's some shit, man. Dude, it went so not as expected. We're recording an episode now when we told our fans that we wouldn't be back until the round was over. Yeah. That's what just happened. Too noteworthy not to... Not to speak of. Yeah, Gee. I yeah I feel dumb. I do too. I mean, no one saw this coming. No, like, and, and I didn't even really believe that Columbus was going to get swept. And I, I mean, obviously they didn't. But when I like predicted that, like I knew that wasn't real. But like I didn't expect like Tampa Bay to like be awake for like the first like thirty minutes and then literally sleep until the last thirty minutes of Game Four. For real. Dude, I usually always want to pick an underdog, too, but I was trying to be realistic. And at the same time, for some reason, I just had a feeling this year was not going to be a year for underdogs. And my God, was I wrong. Yeah, this is almost (laughs) like the year for underdogs. (laughs) I know. This is, yeah. I really thought that we were going to see, like, Tampa and, um, well, I say the Preds. You know, I've been saying that all year. But I thought Tampa was going to go to town on people. And um, even though I don't care either way, I'd much rather what happened. But, yeah, oh, my. Yeah, I mean, this is like, like I said when we were talking earlier, like, I think this is, like, really good for the league, especially, like, getting exposure to, like, Columbus has been on the verge of being good for the last few years. And... The year that they go and they actually kind of ball out at free or not free agency at the trade deadline, they get Duchesne, they get the Zingle, you know, they load up and, you know, they finally get the performance that they need from Bobrovsky in the playoffs. Um, you know, and they like, and I'm pretty sure I said something about it in like the, the preview, like Columbus Oh, no, that was St. Louis I said that about. But, I mean, Columbus, like, they built a team to, like, make a run in the playoffs. Like, they were, you know, they weren't just going to, like, kneel down and take it from Tampa Bay just because they were the President's Trophy team. Like, they made moves to be good in these playoffs. And oh, it that's honestly, why I was... Like, I'm it was going to highly depend on Bobrovsky, and Bobrovsky really showed up. Yeah, and I that's why I thought it was such a shame that they had to p- play Tampa first because if it was yeah. another team, I would have given them a better shot at an upset, but I guess they fucking wanted Tampa. <laughs> uh, I guess they were they didn't have an ounce of fear in their heart. They I don't none of them looked panic at any point in time throughout that whole series. The one yeah. time where they started to fla- like started to flounder, Bob like you just said showed up. And like that three, that three zero in the first period, that first game, they did not give a shit about that. I'm like proud of them. Those guys are spunky. Yeah, I mean, in that <laughs> first, got them going. The only time that Columbus really ever looked bad to me was in that first half of that first game. Uh, they were like not moving. They were pretty much like, like what I envisioned in my head were going to look like playing against a team like Tampa, where they, you know, Tampa was just moving around them at will, you know, getting shots on net. And, I mean, they were really lucky for it to only be 3 to nothing at the in that first half of the game. And then they came out, and then Tampa looked like that team. 
Columbus was just moving around them. You know, the whole series, Tampa didn't adjust to anything that they were doing. Like, it, they were just, like, and I guess it's hard to, like, divert from a, from a style that won you 62 games in the regular season, but it's, like, once, like, Carolina, or Carolina, once Columbus figured out the formula, Tampa didn't change it, you know. They didn't try really anything to come out. I mean, and it was unfortunate for them, obviously, to lose Hedman or whatever. I mean, and it was Kucherov's fault for getting suspended in Game 3. But, you know, even then, like, if Kucherov plays in Game 3, if Hedman plays in Game 3, I don't think they win. Like, Dude, they were worse off when Hedman was in. Yeah, I, That's well, what I'm most surprised of. I think Victor Hedman's the best defenseman in the league. Yeah. Something. Did they poison him? Like, what no, the he was fuck hurt. was that? He was hurt at the end of the year. I and know, then but they came he, back. He, looked, he looked more than just hurt, though. He like, no, I think he was like just that brain hurt. brain was right, dude. I think he was just <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> and then, goodness. like, it's kind of like, you know, he gets hurt towards the end of the year or whatever. You let him get his rest. And then they just were like, hey, we need you now. Or what, I mean, I'm sure he wanted to play as well. But, I don't know, sometimes it's like, you know, I kind of, I don't want to, like, compare Victor Hedman to Provorov or whatever. But, like, last year in the playoffs, Provorov was hurt. And he was probably more of a liability after being hurt, obviously. But it's like, we probably should have just sat him, you know, and, you know, took the loss there instead of letting him be hurt being more of a liability and I mean it's hard to say that between Provorov and Hedman because you know Provorov or not Provorov Hedman might win the Norris I doubt it I think it's Giordano's but he's probably in the conversation oh yeah he'll get votes (laughs) and so it's like do you want to go into the first (laughs) (laughs) do you want to go into the first round of the playoffs without the you know a Norris caliber defenseman obviously not but same time, if he's hurt and he's being a liability, then you kind of just have to make that call. Yeah, and at the same time, they that team that could have did it without Hedman. Like, say they sat him game yeah. one, and we're just like, "You're too hurt. Like, get ready for round two. Like, rest." They still. I mean, it probably sweet... wouldn't have been worse. Dude, you could have told me Hedman was out for the entire run, and yeah, I would have factored that in, but I wouldn't have thought that they'd get swept in any round. Yeah. That's insane. And Cooch, to be fair too, didn't looked show like up. more of a liability. He he was like not there. Like he was Yeah, dude, they big... must have said something about his mama because he just was like fucking furious and not doing anything that they pay him to do. Yeah, that their whole big three point Stamkos and Kucherov did not show up in this series. And point and Stamkos eventually scored. Um did Kucherov ever get on the board? Who? Kucherov. He didn't get a goal. And he might have had an assist, maybe. Hmm. He might have went pointless, dude. Honestly. You, yeah, we we have mean, to look that up. I know Stamkos got that one, the last goal, but that was a little too little, a little too late. Kucherov ended up getting two assists. But that wasn't until the last game. I'm assuming he probably... I think he assisted on that Stamkos goal and that Braden Point goal. 
And, I mean, by then, it was just too little too late. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm just very surprised because I thought – I know Stamkos is their long-term captain, and I think that that's fair. And I'm not going to go out and talk complete shit on him, although he did kind of shit the bed with the rest of his team in this one. But Cooch, I thought, was like a leader in their room too. When he talked shit on them about the money the couple years ago when they, when they didn't miss the playoffs, and he was just like, yeah, he like just said what's what. It just yeah. seemed like, and, and he leads a team in the league in points. He's like out of control, dude. And he really fucking blew it. I, I You can't point it at Cooch or Stamkos or John Cooper, although I think he's fired this summer. Um, I don't think so. I don't know if he is. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be undeserving or whatever, but, like, I heard a good point. From uh, one of, like, our, like, beat writers, uh, Charlie O'Connor, who said, like, Tampa Bay is not exactly, like, the most, like, cash-rich team in the league. And I'm not saying that they, it's not that they couldn't afford it, but I think that they would be less likely, especially after signing that contract, or that contract extension, to fire him and eat those two years of his contract. Uh, okay. That's like, a, and that's... I just think that's like I think that's a fair point, and like I don't know, like I don't know that Tampa Bay really needs to do that necessarily. Um, well, dude, you know me. I'm not a like blame the coach guy unless it like looks like coaching. I think that me and you had this talk, but no one else got to listen to it. Like that dude just didn't rile his team up. Like if I. The only time yeah. I saw him raise his voice and get, like, pumped up was when they called back that goal in Game 4. And it's like, yeah. dude, dude, you should have been, like, up in arms and, like, fucking screaming, like, this whole series. Like, you are coaching the best team in the league. Like, if you need a bench, Stamkos, do it. Like, fucking do, dude, just give me one reason that makes it look like that you... Like, gave a shit. It, I felt like he didn't, like, realize what was happening to him until game four, along with all the rest of the players. And it's just like, you guys didn't show up to work for, like, a week, and you think you're still going to have jobs. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't, like, I watched, like, at least the replay, if I didn't catch it live, of most of John Cooper's, uh, like, post-game interviews. And I didn't really like anything he said. It wasn't really, I just don't, like, I know I kind of questioned it, especially just, like, hearing this, like, and I'm not saying flat out that, like, John Cooper isn't a good coach, because, like, I think that it takes both. It takes both good players and a good coach to win. Yeah. And obviously, like, the coach can get lesser players to play above their level, and that's what's happening in New York right now for the Islanders. Um, and we'll get to that, but I, I do wonder a little bit with like the lack of enthusiasm and like the lack of confidence that Cooper has, if like maybe it's a little bit more of the players carrying the coach. Yeah. It does worry me. And like, I, like I said, I don't think that Tampa Bay needs to like blow it up. Um, I was watching the hockey guy earlier 
and he said that he wouldn't be surprised if, like, the team leadership, like, talking about Stamkos, would change after something like this. Because I don't know if it's necessary, like, obviously, you know, you're not really going to blame, like, the GM or whatever because Eiserman just stepped down this year and it's Breezeball's first year. And, you know, I think that he's done... I mean, he didn't have to do a whole lot. You know, this team was, you know, going to, you know, do... Or they were going to be in the playoffs regardless. Like, the GM could have sat back and took vacation all year. Took a sabbatical. And came back now. And, you know, the team would have still been in the playoffs. I mean, what did he do? And I don't necessarily want to blame the coach either. (laughs) Yeah. He basically did take a sabbatical. Because, no, that team... I don't think they should blow it up. I think they have something special there. I think that they could bounce right back. I hear a lot of people making jokes, too. Like, why don't they make the team worse? It worked for the Capitals. Like, you know what I mean? So, I'm, yeah. dude, they should hold that squad together. I know they're going to be in cap trouble. They need to make it work. In no way am I thinking that they should blow up the team. I don't think that they should make a big trade out of their core, unless it's except unless the lower core because of cap trouble. Like, right. I, I don't think that, I think you're right. Like, internal leadership. But, and if, if even if Iserman was there, you can't pin this on him. He gave you the best team that he could have possibly made. Yeah. There's no one could have made a better team than that with, with the rules of, of yeah. the way that the game works. He's a genius. It's a masterpiece. But, dude, and I'm not the biggest Torts fan. If they, if it was opposite and the Jackets were getting swept... You would have seen some fucking some real fucking shit coming at from that guy, and then yeah. like John Cooper is the and they were they're supposed to lose, is my point. Right. <laughs> John Cooper's team isn't supposed to lose, and I think that if he wanted to be for real, if he was being honest with himself, he'd be like, "Well, I fucked up. We all fucked up. Like, forgive us. We're gonna come back next year. We're gonna put this behind us. We're gonna do what we got to do." But he made excuses like it was close. It was like I question whether you even watched the games that you were coaching like yeah. were you there it's, like yeah, especially well, in that last like post game interview he's like um we didn't find our game for the whole series and it's you like didn't find any game that's for the your whole job is to help <laughs> do that like i mean obviously like the players have to like perform on the ice but like say something my dude like <laughs> Dude, I, and I could be wrong about this, but I could have sworn I heard one of the announcers say that they had a practice where they used the offhand sticks. I hope I'm see, not lying about this. I didn't see this. that, but I don't know. I wasn't necessarily looking. So don't take me on my word for this. They definitely, I heard them say it. I don't know if they were talking about recently, but like if that's true, that's another thing where it's just like, that like got me going. I was like, dude, <laughs> if you do that when you're down 0-2 in the playoffs, you, you don't deserve to win another game ever. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have those guys skating like suicides, you're fucking yelling and screaming at them. Just like, dude, like, you guys are like an embarrassment. Like, I don't know, man. I, I'm all for different coaching styles, but his his, his fucking pressure style is his, his, his pressure game is weak. <laughs> he had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. The hockey guy made a good point. Like, Pierre Maguire was like, more into like this game than John Cooper yeah. was. Like right. he was more upset with Tampa than yeah, Tampa. He was, especially in that game four. Like Tampa, there was like one sequence where like um, Tampa's like not really forechecking up the ice, but they weren't going off on a change either. And Pierre's like, 
what are these guys doing? Like, these guys are down in this series and they're down in the game. You guys got to pick it up or whatever. <laughs> like, he's just hoping that they're he- that they'll hear him from the from the box or whatever. I would taking him over the coaching, but yeah, that that's that's that one was pretty fucking funny, dude. But so I don't want to just keep railing on him. I, I, he's had other success before, um, and I don't think they should blow up this team. That's not. But if it was my team, someone's head would roll for that, and it might as well be that guy's from what I saw. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I mean I don't necessarily disagree. I just think that like the way that the franchise is like. I just don't think that they will. I could see for sure, like, them changing up, like, their captains and who... Like, I mean, I, that's the thing. is like, the, I don't buy into, like, the whole, like, letter thing. Like, it's obviously cool, and obviously I think that the guys that get the letters have, you know, probably more of the respect out of anybody in the in the locker room. But if a guy's a leader, he's going to lead regardless of if the letters on his sweater or not so i don't well, necessarily yeah and i think ideally in. you want to put the letter on someone who's actually doing that yeah so that's why i don't want to say like stamkos isn't doing that but and i'm just like using names here but if like ryan callahan is like the captain well actually he wears a letter so that was a bad example but if whoever sorelli is like the captain and he's the, the guy getting everybody pumped up he's doing that regardless I feel like that they would have a hard time stripping it off Stamkos and putting it on a younger guy. Like, yeah, did you mean they took it from Stamkos and put it on point? Like, I'm, I don't know these players personally, so I could be completely wrong, but I'd have a hard time believing that, like, Kucherov respects, like, Yanni Gord's opinion. <laughs> I mean, Honestly. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and that would be kind of weird. I don't know, but, I mean... And it wasn't exactly, like, a younger guy like that. But, like, San Jose did it to Thornton. They took his C and they gave it... I mean, they gave it to Pavelski. Pavelski, yeah. But... And Joe Thornton kept his A. Yeah, and I don't think, like... I don't think that they'll strip Stamkos down to nothing or whatever. And I, it's just... I don't know. Like, who do... Like, if you do change it up, who do you give it to? Because all your, like, best, you know, younger players are is point and gourd and sorelli or whatever like you're not giving like sorelli the c or whatever although well, i think dude, i just if- watching that kid i and i don't know i mean obviously i'm just talking shit because i don't get to hear that guy talk just the way he plays i bet you, you can come up with some speeches that makes you want to run through a wall dude and that's fair and if that they're actually I don't think doing that's it then happen. i think that they should do that so i don't know like from the outside i would just ha- find it hard to believe them taking it off a of Stamkos and, like, sticking it on a sophomore. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? That's my... But it, you're you. right. If Sorelli is, like... If if Sorelli went to the locker room and was, like, breaking his stick and is just, like, this fucking loser over here, fucking Cooper is not giving you guys the pep talk you need. Like, I don't want to fucking lose. Like, then fuck yeah. Give it to him. Like, yeah. like you should have given it to him in the middle of the game. Like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, because it's, like, at the end of the day, I don't care who the captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning is. But, yeah, like, because this also isn't, like, the first time that this has happened. Like, this happened last year or whatever. They were up on the caps and they came and they lost. Yeah. You know? 
So, I don't know, something, like, and it's almost, like, unimaginable how, but, like, something in Tampa Bay doesn't work. It's like and, that perfect team you make in GM mode. Yeah, that never That video wins. game just won't give it to you. Yeah, and once you trade, like, the franchise right winger away for nobody, then you just start winning cups hand over fist, so. I wonder if that, because that seems to happen, like, I just, like, joking about the Capitals, if that's, like, in the algorithm it's just like okay if they're too good you cannot i feel like that's why they made the player temperaments just to fuck with you just to be like you'll never figure out how to do this properly homie yeah (laughs) but fuck that game we should yeah fuck tampa i'm excited to have a playoffs without him oh this i mean that (laughs) columbus sweeping tampa like makes the second round a lot more interesting because now like i mean right now boston is up on toronto in game four four to two just to date this or whatever but like that makes this series like a one i mean not that they don't want to win anyway but now it's not like oh great we beat the leafs or oh great we beat boston now we have to play tampa and i'm not like trying to take anything away from columbus or whatever but now these guys are going to have home ice in the second round and it's not against like the president's trophy best team in the league or whatever although i mean i'm not necessarily looking for after they what they did if they keep it up against into the second round or whatever and they're not like a they're not gonna like flame out or whatever i don't necessarily want to play columbus anymore so (laughs) but this is it's a lot more interesting for the lisa and boston now that Tampa is out of the picture, so. Oh, yeah. Dude, and real quick, I don't want to get that far into it, but I definitely think if you're Columbus, you want fucking Toronto, right? With Bob being hot and Tampa having a considerable amount of firepower, just like the Leafs, but the Leafs don't even have that Norris Trophy defender like Hedman or... That fucking absolute... I mean, Anderson's a good goalie, too, but fucking... I don't know, man. I feel like yeah. Boston's a well-put-together team, dude. They they might be, like... I don't know, man. I Boston might be, like, the second-best team in the league right now. Yeah. I I mean, I... Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean... Boston's gonna bite harder than Tampa did, too. Yeah, yeah, because Boston, yeah, has already like, you know, they're they're already putting it together or whatever. Yeah. They're getting into the groove, whether or not they're completely there yet. But I mean, the both of these teams are going to be ready to go, and that's why, like, I think it could be to a detriment of Columbus. Because not that I don't think rest is good, but like these guys are going to be ready to go, and these guy and Columbus is going to have however many days off. Yeah. You know word but all right so now the other sweep you heard it here first yeah islanders you wish that you called a sweep i you went you're goddamn you right i did <laughs> oh but yeah so the islanders swept pittsburgh come on i was the closest of probably anyone who does what we do on this <laughs> that yeah that might be true 
I don't listen to every hockey podcast, but come on. Come on. I'm so yeah. proud of those fucking Islanders. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, like, they're, the way they played in the regular season worked. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be successful. And, you know, they did a good job of shutting Crosby down. And, like, I mean, and the unfortunate part is, like, I don't think that Murray was bad in the series but like Pittsburgh's defense was just leaving him out to dry all the time like Schultz made several bad pinches um the same with Dumoulin and like I mean like oh they had a lot of turnovers in their own zone trying to leave the zone like the Islanders were breathing down those defenders necks the whole time so give them credit but they they did make a couple of boneheaded fucking plays in their own end yeah and it's like not that I want to, like, harp on, like, Jack Johnson too good. And maybe I'm just biased because I don't, like... Obviously, like, I think it's a bad contract and it's, like, a bad signing for Pittsburgh. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't. I didn't see it in that series or whatever. Like, I didn't really see a reason why he should be playing. And that was for most of them, you know. So, you know, not just a pile on Jack Johnson or whatever. Because, I mean... There was a... I mean... There's very few, like, good defensive plays that I think I could call out in that series for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, you know, the Islanders, they did exactly what you said they needed to do. They came out strong. They came out quick. You know, they were able to... I think they got under Malkin's skin early, and that oh, threw yeah. him off for the rest. Because that's, like, his only flaw as a player is, like... People, like, I mean, I don't think that you really want to get him mad or whatever, but if you push him... Just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Eventually, he's just non-functional. Yeah. You know, he starts making little mistakes, you know, stuff that's not normally like him. And I think that that, you know, fourth line, you know, they they did a good job. But, you know, not they didn't really give Crosby any space. You know, he ended up getting that, you know, getting one assist in that last game. But, I mean, they held him, him off the, the board. Game, yeah, though. they held him he off did- the board for the th- first three games. He he doesn't usually go three games at any point in his career without a point, no. dude. That's insane that that happened. And they did get a little lucky, man. I like that last one that Crosby won that that hit the post in that last yeah. game. I re I like rewinded it because I didn't. It didn't look like it hit a post, but it didn't it, go in. I was like, what the fuck? The puck just disappeared. I had to yeah, it I had almost, to watch it like six times to realize that the best player in the world just missed that net. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because at first, like, I thought, I was like, there's no way that didn't go in. Like, that had to be, like, just <laughs> one of those shots that was so fast that it was in and out in, like, a blink of an eye. Yeah. And, like, like they had, like, I texted you the other, or at, during that game. Like, they had that, like, once-in-a-lifetime miss by Crosby and, like, a once-in-a-lifetime miss by Kessel early in the series. Kessel, I think, missed the whole net, didn't he? I think he hit the post. The outpost. Though. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, dude, yeah. They, so there were some, but I, again, they didn't get lucky. Like they played solid D. Robin yeah. Laner, Robin fucking Laner. Robin Laner has been like <laughs> the story of the year. Like I'm so incredibly happy for that guy, dude. And I, again, I I'm like a just a pen, like a Pens hater. I hate I hate them. I don't I don't want them to win. So, like, some of that me calling that was wishful thinking. I did believe that they could, but I didn't think that they would. Like, we talked about it. If it went to game six, I thought it was over Penguins. Game seven, 
couldn't see the Islanders doing it. They fucking did it. But, like, dude, I want to, like, send Jordan Eberle, like, a fruit basket. Like, with a card <laughs> that says, like, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Like <laughs> was on fire. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah, some of those plays were sick. And he, dude, he was just alive. <laughs> yeah, man. I... It's still like almost unbelievable to me that that actually happened. I'm incredibly happy that it happened. (laughs) I'm so incredibly happy that it happened. But and that that makes this you know series you know a lot more interesting for especially like a team like Carolina, like to know that they're not just walking right into Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, I mean, and for the Caps, I mean the Caps. I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, obviously the Islanders are not going to be a pushover, I don't think. But, like, the Caps have to like their chances of making it back to the Eastern Conference Finals a lot better than knowing that they don't have to play Pittsburgh in round two again. Yeah, but I don't think they should get that comfortable. No, they cannot play down (laughs) to the Islanders. Oh, no. That would be a mistake. Because I think that that's definitely, like, kind of what happened. Like, Like, the Pens never woke up. Because that's the thing, dude. I was scared if they got one game, it was going to break, and they were going to wake up. And I just feel like it's a different system. Like, they're not as cute. There's, like, some a lot of things I like better about the Caps overall. But, like, they're kind of similar, man. They're going to give you some chances, and they've got some serious firepower. And it's like, they, they could do it again. Like, I don't think that they will necessarily but like i do not think that it's like washington's gonna figure them out in game one and it's gonna be just like oh well they had a good couple games like i think that like their goalies honed in and and dude like they they were playing like the perfect trap dude they had three guys at the blue line but were still managing a four check like if they if they just cover ovi like they have a real shot at this like if if they can get that get that point shot taken away and not give them too many power plays like they they are going to like have like they are going to make the fucking capitals work for it yeah that was going to be my thing what was about like the power plays like i can't unfortunately i can't find like how many power plays they gave up against pittsburgh i know that they were like like 90 percent on the power or on the penalty kill the islanders were they only gave up one power play goal i think the whole series i think yeah well, I was more worried. I knew that. Like, I knew that they were really good about, you know, not allowing them to score. But, like, I feel like Pittsburgh definitely still got their chances. Oh, And yeah. that's when Lana was really bailing them out. And that's when that fucking, they hit some of those posts, I'm pretty yeah. sure, too. And, like, I'm not, I the thing I worry about for the Islanders is if they do, you know, give them that those chances, like, Ovi's gonna score more than one. Oh yeah. I'm just saying, like, unless they really like go all out. I mean, the thing is, like, the Capitals' power play is a lot more dangerous than than Pittsburgh's is. Well, because, yeah. I mean, back. I mean, Backstrom can score. Kuznetsov, Carlson, Oshie. Like, that's five. And not that like Pittsburgh didn't have that, but just having like the one like, you know, absolute killer. And Ovechkin, and then, like, the other four are equal to or probably better than anybody that Pittsburgh had. 
Well, the way the way that I see it, because I know the Pens, I'd be scared of their power play too, because they got like some of the best players in hockey out there at one time. But like, the Penguins are good at it because they're very like creative and they're cute. Like, yeah. the fucking Capitals. Not that they can't make a good play. No, but they the Capitals the just need to make one fucking pass to score on you, and that's right. the problem. It's either it goes back to Carlson, it goes back to Ovechkin. You fake the pass and you shoot it, and you think it's going to Ovi. Like they're more like straightforward. Like this is how you're supposed to do a power play, and we're fucking good at it. Like <laughs> yeah, they're more of a like wear you out for a minute, and then they're gonna start taking their chances. Like they're gonna yeah. like tire their guys out, and then that's when you know. After, you know, the guy goes left when he should have went right to cover Ovi. Yeah. That's when Ovi's getting the puck. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying, like, I, the Islanders still have a great chance to do it. That's just one, like, I think that would be more of a problem for them. Yeah. In, no, I think the, the, Ovi, the Ovi shot isn't something that Lanner had to come close to facing. Yeah, it's, it's going to be more of a problem for them in the next series. If they allow it to be. Yeah. But I just mean if they play stingy at five on five again and they can get on a good four check and fucking play play that trap game where they're fucking falling into that, like, that that could work. Like, because the Caps will give them a chance to score. Yeah. But yeah, that's the other thing that I would like to see in the next series for for the Islanders is they got to do a better job of capitalizing on like their opportunities, especially like the power play. Oh yeah. Cause it just felt like, games. yeah. And it just felt like some of those power plays that I was watching, it's like they weren't really scared of their power play. I mean, there's definitely like good players on there. Barzell, Bailey, Lee, and all these guys are on the power play or whatever, but they were very much like keep it to the outside you know, and they, that's kind of what they ran with the whole time, and it didn't really work out that well for them. Yeah. So I think that they're going to need to be more disciplined and um, and take better advantage of their opportunities against a team like the Capitals. Yeah. I mean, obviously they got away with it against Pittsburgh because I don't think Pittsburgh came all out like they probably should have. And, I mean, they just got – you know, they kind of played into what the Islanders were doing or whatever. Yeah. So but at the same I don't think, time, they I don't got think... their chances. Like, one one thing, point that I did want to make is I still think Tampa choked way harder than Pittsburgh. Like, I know that oh, they absolutely. held Crosby, Crosby and Malkin to, like, not a lot of points, and they, they, like, did a really good job at that. And, like, yeah, Kessel and Crosby missed those open shots, but, like, Crosby still looked like Crosby. Like, they had to cover that fucker yeah like stick to him like he had some dangerous he like looked like he was doing everything he he usually does to pull his team up by the bootstraps to keep him in it and they beat that where in tampa i didn't feel that again i guess Stamkos's goal is an equivalent but that was yeah i still think that the tampa bay like gave that more to columbus than the penguins gave this to the islanders even yeah, though I, no, I think I the Isles and Columbus both get their credit. You you know what I mean, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I definitely agree. Like, Tampa Bay played down to Columbus, and they took advantage of it. Pittsburgh didn't necessarily play down to the Islanders. The they just Islanders never just, got it going. 
yeah, the Islanders just stifled them so much to where they couldn't get it going. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, we'll call her me surprised, so. <sighs> so happy. Fucking love hockey. What a great playoffs. Yeah, this I, even though it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, this has still been very, very entertaining for the, the shock value alone, so. And all of them, again, I don't want to do the whole shebang because we're going to do a show about the other ones, but as we speak, Bruins up 5-2. That's probably going to end up tying the series 2-2. Two to two. The Stars over the Predators probably going to tie that 2-2. Two to, well, there's it's a long game. I don't want to jinx anybody, but they're up 4 nothing. Fucking yeah. Kale McCarr scoring his first fucking goal in his first game ever. Yeah. Fucking Avalanche running with that. Like, this is like, there is not one predictable series. The only predictable series is that the, the Blues and Jets are tied because I knew that one was going to be close. <laughs> yeah. There hasn't been a single, like, easy one to call in this playoffs at all. Like, even, dude, the Hurricanes kept the fucking Capitals to 16 shots, won 5 yeah, nothing that, the other day. That I, was crazy. I, I knew, knew it would be close, but I didn't think they would fuck them up like that (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think you know we got like the shock out of the way and i think you know except i mean i don't want to jinx them or whatever but except for maybe vegas and san jose like i think a lot of these series are going to go down to the wire oh yeah well that one that one i even called the sharks how wrong was i like the knights are living in their fucking space, dude. Like, they, yeah. they have turned the Sharks into a team that is unrecognizable to the regular season Sharks. Yeah, I mean, it's really <laughs> unfortunate because I was really hoping for, like, a bounce back from Martin Jones. And it just, like, it hasn't really been there. Oh, yeah, no. Um, and <laughs> I feel bad for the players who are somewhat keeping it together and still trying hard, too. Like, I was watching an interview with Logan Couture the other night, and he was just like... I don't know what we're doing. He's like, why Why are we taking so many penalties? He's like, I just don't. I'm like laughing. I'm like, the poor kid's right. He's got his fucking, he's got his fucking <laughs> Jumbo Joe getting suspended. Fucking, their defensemen are getting walked on. I thought that that was a pretty good defensive group that they have there. It's like, yeah. uh, man, Evander Kane's fucking talking to way too much shit. To Ryan Reeves. Like, yeah, he's not even talking shit to a lost. player that matters. Yeah. And, or, like, if you're going to talk shit to Ryan Reeves, you got to win the fight. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you do got to win like, the fight. Like, he did not win that fight. It's... It... Mad he's respect... pumping Reeves up, dude. Reeves yeah, is mad respect for him taking the challenge, and I'll give him that. But, my dude, you did not win that fight, and it was not close. He didn't win that fight. Like, it wasn't no Ovechkin and Svechnikov, but, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't even close to a decision, so. Dude, how about that kid just challenging Ovi, too? Yeah, a lot of people are mad at that. Like, they feel like Ovi shouldn't have fought him, and I was just like, he asked to fight. He asked for it, and Ovi feels bad about it, but at the same time, what, what do you think would hurt worse, that knockout punch or his pride? Like, you think if Ovi challenged the best player like from his home country whoever the best russian was at that time to a fight in his first fucking round of the playoffs ever and that dude didn't oblige him like he would have felt 
he'd still be mad about that. We all know that. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you reversed it, like, Ovi would be mad as hell someone doing that to him. I think he gave that kid exactly what he needed. I hope he's not hurt. I hope he's not, like, got a concussion. But that kid... Yeah. And that... Now now Carolina has a martyr to fight for, too. The bunch of jerks has a casualty. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should... <laughs> that is sketchy. The kid scored two goals in that game, too. The, the game before... Oh, yeah. my God. It's, dude. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's not like that kid is, like, a wimp or anything. Like, it's a, it's a pretty big kid. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not like he just didn't protect himself. Like, he didn't, he lost a draw on the grip. And, like, it, like, you have to realize, like, when you're just, like, grabbing and you guys are just chucking them over the top or whatever, like, whoever, like, doesn't get the grip ends up, like, what happened to Svechnikov. I think he didn't expect Ovi to hit as hard either. Because he didn't, you're right, he didn't defend himself. Like, I think he was like, all right, Ovi doesn't fight that much. Maybe I got a shot. Again, this kid, he probably, like, Ovechkin's probably, like, his fucking hero. Like, he had a chance to, like, do it, and he wanted it, and... You know, I think that he's hopefully he's okay, and I hope he's not hurt, but he'll probably be fine, and it'll probably be like, okay, check, like, lesson learned. Like, don't get your bell rung by fucking Ovi. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why anybody has a reason to be mad. I mean, he, like, like we said, like, just him asking for it, like, there's no reason for Ovi to back down. Dude, Ovi guided him softly to the ice, too. Like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. He said he's sorry. Like, and how many hockey fights do people say, like, oh, I'm sorry? Like, Ovi's not a villain for that. Not at all. He yeah. He's playing a hard sport. And he made... I'm not even going to say it's a bad choice. Like, I think that Carolina is going to play better now. Like, I don't... <laughs> They've got this 18-year-old kid fucking second in the draft scoring goals and fighting Ovi. Like, they're fucking amped, dude. They yeah. won 5 nothing. Like. Yeah, no, I, I think it was fine. I just and hope he's all like, right. That's all. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> and not to just abruptly change the subject, but you might have jinxed Boston. Because no. it's 5-4 now. Oh, oh well. Well, still, I didn't think that the Leafs had it in them either, though. This everything is a surprise to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. But yeah, so you got anything else that you want to talk about? Nah, man. Just super amped for these playoffs. I can't wait to see how this shakes up, and then we can do a little round two preview. Yeah. But fuck yeah, Islanders. Just fuck the Pens. Fuck Tampa. Like, I'm just done with it. I'm, yeah. yeah, that's all. Yeah. It, Happy hockey. It's, it's going to be refreshing to see different teams, you know, and I'm actually, like, even though, like, I'm not excited for anybody in the Metro, I, I'd like to, like, I don't want to see, like, them lose for any particular reason, but I'd like to see, like, Carolina just, like, step up and like take this spot just to see someone else oh yeah it would just be refreshing to see someone else i mean obviously we're gonna get toronto or boston but there's nothing we can do about that dude carolina versus islanders for round two would be the most interesting fucking thing yeah those dudes would would let it rock though i i don't know if it's gonna happen but yeah that that would excite me 
I and now I don't have to be an Islanders fan anymore. I can go back to they're my division rival, so fuck them. <laughs> it would just be cool to see like something no one ex- I mean, obviously no one expected what's happened so far, but like to see like the Islanders in Carolina and you know Columbus and Boston or Toronto or whatever. I would like to see at least one of the teams that just had the sweep make it into round three. Like, if, like, yeah. Boston wins a series and beats Columbus and Washington beats Carolina and then beats the Islanders, and then we see a Boston-Washington. Like, I'm bored just talking about it. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to see one of Carolina, Columbus, or the Islanders make a run at the conference final. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the dream. So, all right, but that's going to do it for us on this little mini sweep episode, although it's probably not that mini. We've probably been going for a minute. Yeah, always, 45 um, minutes. <laughs> but you can follow us on Twitter at OffTheBarCast. You can follow me on Twitter at FuckYouRaf. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. We will be back at the end of round one to do a wrap-up slash... round two preview so whenever round one ends that will probably be our next episode unless i don't think other than vegas anybody can end in five and i doubt we'll do a separate episode just for that so yeah so yeah so at the end of round one we'll be back so that's going to do it for us this week on off the bar and once again i'm joey and i'm rob and we will see you guys next week